got nine minutes to maximize your travel and casino experience? Welcome to ZorkCast, powered by Travel Zork, helping you travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures. From airline miles and hotel points to living in the lap of luxury in a Las Vegas casino, you'll find all the knowledge you need to travel in style, brought to you in nine minutes or less. Now, please welcome the host of ZorkCast, Michael Mason Traeger. Hello, this is Michael, and welcome back to ZorkCast. We have a special guest today, and that is Robin from Anytime Gambling. And we figured that we would talk a little bit about the new and exciting casinos, specifically MGM Springfield, that just opened in New England. So, Robin, how are you doing today? I'm doing just fine, thank you. Uh, Very excited to be on the podcast. It's great to have you here. So let's just jump right into it because I'm trying my best to keep these episodes to my my regular format of nine minutes. MGM Springfield. Wow. What yeah. a opening, right? <laughs> I mean, that's – I have to say I've been following it and it, it looks like great stuff. So what's your what's your initial impressions? Well, my initial impressions were it, it was very typical MGM – a huge opening, which we didn't go to because I'm not big about crowds, but they had a huge parade uh, complete with some Cirque du Soleil people and uh, Clydesdales. And then they opened up. They had approximately 150,000 people go through the, the casino in, in three days for the weekend. So I think their opening was just uh, fantastic for them. Wow. I'm just so impressed by the overall architecture, ambiance, just everything with that casino. And I actually wound up passing it in construction a couple months ago. And it looks absolutely fabulous to me. I mean, the only thing that's a little bit of a concern to me is it doesn't seem like it's that large. So maybe you could give a little bit of insight into how large it really is or what the scale of this of this property is like. And maybe Maybe tell our listeners a little bit about like how it fits into Springfield, because what I find is one of the most interesting things is this is a it's an urban casino. I mean, it's in a it's in a city. It's not built out, you know, somewhere on its own. So what is I mean, just give us I mean, I really can't wait to hear more about it. Well, when I when I first went to Springfield two or three years ago, when I started seeing them build this. I, I just had no idea what it was going to turn out to be. And I have to say that, that I am very impressed from the both outside and inside. They have even taken a few of the buildings and reconstructed the sides of the buildings to, uh, to, to go along with the entire architecture that, that they are with, which is basically industrial chic, chic. It really pays tribute to all sorts of history that, that Springfield has had. And I'm very happy for Springfield because it's it's a New England city that has really uh, lost a lot of its popularity and has really been hurting in, in terms of you know financially and jobs. So outside and in, MGM has put a a lot of uh, work into detail. Certain old things from uh, the Springfield history are all over the place. It's one of those places that. If you visit a second time, you will say, oh, I didn't see that last time. And it just, just, it's very interesting. You know, even when I, when we were walking up to our room and we turned the corner down the hall and there is this lighted 
fixture, art fixture, that has lights behind spectacles. And that is basically trying to pay respect to Dr. Seuss, who came from from Springfield as well. And Emily Dickinson has certain things paid tribute to. And all over the property, there there are just fabulous things. The hotel lobby, you could spend an hour or two just looking around and still not see everything. It's re- it's really a fabulously put together place. Now, in, in the sense of the scale of the size of the property, I guess a good, a good reference point would be maybe Atlantic City or Vegas casinos. If you needed to compare it, not, not on the way the structure is, but just on size alone, like size of the hotel and perhaps the casino floor, what would that sort of compare to in, in other markets? Markets that a lot of people might be familiar with. I would compare it to Golden Nugget downtown. Although Golden Nugget has a lot more rooms, I would also can compare it to maybe maybe the Link. But again, more rooms at the Link than there. It's amazing how much they have tried to put in this small space. And when I say small, when you're playing in the slot area, you really feel how close everything is. If you're playing at the tables, you could basically be on one end of a craps table and be playing both craps tables at the same time. That's very have- interesting. I mean, that's that's amazing to me. And I'm sorry to interrupt you. One of the things that I found, which was interesting, is I think, and this is all off the top of my head, they have something like 2,500 slot machines plus, you know, slots and video poker, which from a casino floor standpoint, is makes it a, a pretty large a pretty large property, but it sounds like the actual dimensions of the casino's fo- floor are relatively small. Yes, yeah the the slot area and that two twenty five hundred slots also includes the very few very few video poker machines that they have. It is packed. You can't uh, if you are standing behind someone watching them play slots, someone else just cannot get by. That's how close the chairs are. It's very claustrophobic, and the area around the perimeter is small enough for people to get by, but on a high-traffic high, high traffic day, like especially the weekends where it's tough to get around. It really is. It's it's interesting. So obviously, I mean, without investigating much further or thinking or just thinking about what I what I've experienced at different casinos, MGM wanted the most bang for their buck with regard to square footage and and the casino floor. So they fit in as much as they possibly could. Because a lot of times I talk about and it's they're no, it's no longer the largest casino in the country. I think it's now the second largest. There is a casino larger in the Midwest. But I've always said to people, you know, Foxwoods is the largest casino. It used to be the largest casino in the country. And Mohegan Sun used to be the second largest casino in the United States. But I always then have to backtrack a little when I say that. And I say that's based on the casino floor. That's not based on the hotel rooms. Whereas if you look at a property like Venetian Palazzo in Las Vegas, their casino floor air space is smaller than Mohegan and Foxwoods, but they have over 8,000 hotel rooms. So the actual size of Venetian Palazzo as a resort hotel is larger, but their casino isn't. Because I always I always found that a lot of people really paused when I would say, well, you know how big Foxwoods is, but they don't realize it's, you know, you're talking from the gambler speak of of the casino of the casino floor. And it seems like they try they really try to take advantage of that space with the casino floor with MGM, but it's just a much 
much smaller amount of space that they have in Springfield. Of course, I could have looked up some of these stats beforehand, and I've seen some of your pictures, but it see it still seems like it's extremely well done. But of course, I would I would worry a little bit about that footprint in crowded hours, and I'm sure that does become a little bit of an issue. It it is, and I also it brings up the question where you know where do you put all of the dining options and um, a lot of the entertainment options. Uh, they have a huge plaza and uh, marketplace where they can put things out there that you can you can basically go and access these like Top Golf and they'll be having um, uh, Wahlburgers coming in soon. But around the perimeter of the casino, it's just very difficult. It's where they have the Game Sense uh, uh, area. That's where they have the cashier. That's where they have the Emmy Wards area. So it, it's just very difficult to get around. And it, brought, it brings up a, a big question to me. I have no idea who exactly they're going for. Uh, this is a place with no VIP lounge. The suites are beautiful, but there are only 16. I don't, and, and the, the high limit area is very small and the gambling is not, I don't know if I was a whale, which I'm not, of course, but if I was a whale, I don't know if I would fly all the way to Springfield to get up in the morning and not even have a good breakfast option. So I, I don't know exactly what they're going for just yet. What what demographic? That that's all extremely interesting. Well, I mean, and I and I want to actually cons- I want to continue on that point. But you know what? We're we're basically out of time for this episode. But I think we're going to do at least another episode or two, and we will pick up from that from that concept of who are they looking for? Who is the market for mm. MGM Springfield? So before before we finish up this episode, Robin, uh, remind people the best way to find you. I know Anytime Gambling, but, you know, on Twitter, I just want and maybe get, tell people a little bit about your website. Uh, I know you are one of my favorite contributors on Travel Zork, but I also want people to know about your website and where to find you. And uh, then we'll wrap things up a little bit. Okay. Well, Anytime Gambling is a, a six-year website now, and we cover all the New England casinos. It's basically a heart of a passion that I that I started. And uh, you can find us at anytimegambling.com. You can also, that's, that's the main website, which you'll find a lot of the posts and a lot of specialty items like do's and don'ts for beginners and things like that. And we, you can also find me on um, Twitter uh, at uh, Anytime Gambling. I'm also we also have a Facebook website, which of course is called Anytime Gambling. And it's and it's funny because people don't understand the, the name. The N stands for new and the E is England and so it's basically we cover New England gambling but a whole lot more in terms of strategy and gambling and dining and, and whatever the case may be. So yeah, please check us out. Can't wait to speak to you uh, next time. Yeah, great. No, thank you so much. And I really do encourage people to uh, check a lot of the resources that Robin has online, because not only does he cover New England casinos, but he does cover a lot about learning to gamble properly, understanding gambling, understanding video poker, just a, lo- a lot of really, really good stuff. Amazing resources there. I was even poking around the other day, like you've got the parking resources, you've got every everything for New England. But even if you're outside of New England, I find a lot of your content to be extremely valuable. Anyway, that's all for today. Thank you. And until next time. 
You've reached the end of your stay with us on this episode, but we encourage you to visit our website for more resources at TravelZork.com and to continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at TravelZork and Facebook.com slash TravelZork. Travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures right here on ZorkCast. Until next time, good luck.